you for tuning in to Art to Heart, where I delve into the creative minds of the artists in the Fort Wayne area. Each episode sheds light on the thoughts, feelings, and backgrounds of the artisans who bring pizzazz to Fort Wayne. Tune in for tips on tapping into your creative soul and for information about upcoming events in the arts community. Philly and I first officially met during rehearsals for Three River Music Theater's production of Cabaret. I was so impressed by his portrayal of the MC, and I had also seen him in Rocky Horror Picture Show. I've been really excited to get back to podcasting and knew that Billy would be a perfect first guest back. And today we're filming at Triple Threat, and we've got a beautiful view of what street is this? Pearl Street. Pearl Street. And it's just a nice post-snow. and We have our own postcard. It's beautiful. Uh, we do. It's very picturesque today. Yes. So welcome, Billy. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. By the way, you need to see me play like a dude role soon. You see me play MC. Something with a little less makeup, maybe. Maybe. See so a new brain. That's a new brain. Exactly. Yes. And I am excited to ask you about that later yeah. on too. We'll right on. delve in. You are an accomplished vocalist, actor with numerous local and regional credits. Would you be able to walk us through some of the highlights of your career so far? Sure thing. So I started out all the way back with Edwards Productions when I did Honk with them. Um, then I moved over to Four Way New Theater with Harvey, Civic, IPFW. Eventually moved to Chicago um, where I started working in the union theaters. I eventually joined AGMA, which is Actors' Equity Association's sister union. Um, so mostly like the opera union, as I lovingly call it. So I was at the Lyric. Um, to work some of my favorite people, some of my favorite shows there. Um, and then we moved, Andy and I decided to make the move back to Fort Wayne um, to open Three Rivers Music Theater and Triple Threat. So really some of the highlights are not only on stage, but off stage. Mm-hmm. Casting our first show, having our first donors, having our first, you know, it's all these firsts coming around. Right. Funny. Um, that's, and you know, I eventually joined the Fort Wayne CW. I had a stint on 103.9 Sunny FM with Amber Stone. It's, you know, theater is my main passion, but I like to branch out. So those are just some of the highlights. Right. Bullet points. (laughs) So it seems like some of the highlights seem to be both um, in the performing aspect as well as the administration for the performance. Absolutely. I mean, performing always has been and always will be my number one passion. I mean, I will never dissolve that. Nothing will ever sway that for me. But with our first show that I did was on the other side of the table was hair. So I got mm-hmm. to be on the other side of the casting table. I got to be the company manager. And I fell in love with it. They called me the show dad. So <laughs> like, it, it's, it's so much fun. So those are the highlights of my career. Sitting there, because our very first show was the last five years, which I was in, which was a great, great experience and everything. But being able to be on the other side of the table and just witness it. not I mean, yes, I was working, but I just got to sit there and just watch the audience. Like I would get choked up every performance because I'm like, this is just an, a thought that we had in our head a few years ago. And here it is fully realized. Like I'm seeing my friends on stage beautifully doing their thing. And I'm seeing this, this audience, you know, most recently with cabaret. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to speak numbers wise, our mailing list, I added over 400 people. Wow. They've never seen our shows. They've never, maybe some people have never even seen a musical. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like it, just to see that, see those numbers and witness that, those are some of the highlights off the stage. You birthed your baby. Birthed it. <laughs> and the organization is how old now? We are about to end our second season. Second season. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. Thanks. We're babies. We're babies. You are babies. Cute babies, though, I hope. 
Of course, only the cutest. <laughs> when did you first realize your passion for acting? I had a passion for theater in first grade when I was first shown the VHS of Into the Woods. Do you remember that? It was like the greatest oh, yes. performances of Bernadette Peters. Yes. <laughs> so Elizabeth um, Sanchez was my drama teacher. She showed it to us then. And then like, I fell in love with theater, always had appreciation for it. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until high school, which funny enough, Elizabeth Sanchez, I met back there at Southside, um, where I realized, oh, I could actually major in this. Oh, there's a career in this. So that's when I started taking voice lessons started taking my acting classes more seriously, looking into schools. So that's when it was, the professional side was birthed in high school, but I always had a love for it. Right. Yeah. Into the woods. Who knew? I know, right? <laughs> oh, it's my favorite, and I want to do it someday. Whoever's listening, if you want to produce it, call me. I'm ready. <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> what was the most challenging character you've ever had to play? Altogether. I mean, there's been roles that have been physically extremely demanding there's been vocally physically demanding and emotionally but the culmination mm. of all three honestly was Jekyll and Hyde okay when I started well, no excuse me when we first got cast to when the show closed I lost 30 pounds oh my gosh I wasn't starving myself yeah you know I don't you know but that was because the role was so demanding right it never stopped and I'm not and I'm not saying this it's had nothing to do with me who I am Billy but it had to do with the character Jekyll and Hyde I was at the helm of that ship of the show if you would imagine mm-hmm. the sh- show as a ship I was at the helm of it you know as the director said in rehearsal like because it was really funny I was getting so many notes and the very first day of rehearsal she said you know if I don't give you notes that's a good thing all right so there was one rehearsal mm. she gave me lots and lots of notes I was like Renee you said <laughs> this would be a good thing if I didn't get notes but she's like Billy you carry 80% of the show mm-hmm. and you're gonna get some notes yeah um I'm not saying that you know it had nothing to do with me Billy it was right the character but it was I had an amazing team of people around me, so it was challenging, but in, like, the most fun way. Mm-hmm. I had, I felt free to make mistakes. I felt free to explore. And with Civic, I think that rehearsal process from the first day to opening was six weeks. Oh, wow. Okay? That's short. That's short. So, <laughs> but those middle two weeks, I lost my voice. Mm-hmm. I had strep throat and I had pharyngitis, not laryngitis, which I learned. Um, <laughs> so it was stressful because... I need, I have to have my voice for this. It's not a show like, you know, a cabaret. I could mm-hmm. have a little tickle in my throat. Mm-hmm. I could get through it. Right. Jekyll and Hyde, a little tickle in your throat, you're done. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's that was probably the culmination of all three for me, was Jekyll and Hyde. Wow. Yeah. Um, so how would you prepare for a part like that? Um, do you have a process for getting into your character and for memorizing lines? Everybody's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Jekyll and Hyde specifically, in, in most of my shows, even for me, every show is a little different. Um, but you'll always start with reading the show, reading the play, getting your libretto. If you don't have a libretto, let's say it's a new show, do your homework, find out where these people are getting their information from, know who your character is, what they want, how they're going to get it. You know, acting one-on-one stuff, read Mm -hmm. the play, know who your character is and know who the characters are around them and their relationships. Um, and as far as memorizing lines, everybody's again, a little different, but for me specifically, I like, let's say for Jekyll and Hyde, for this is the moment. I write out my lyrics by hand. Oh. So that just helps me in the memorization. Yeah. And then I can have it. Um, and with A New Brain, it's very much like that as well because I have so much in it. Um, it's, you know, one of my favorite mentors, Barb Richards, said, how do you eat an elephant? Mm-hmm. One bite at a time. So you just do it chunk by chunk. Some people have cue cards. Some people have their friends and family read their lines with them. Mm-hmm. Everybody's a little different. You just got to find what works for you. For right. me, it's just writing it out and doing it over 
and over and over again. My short-term memory isn't the greatest in the world. <laughs> so for me, it's repetition. So yeah. that's what gets me. Huh. Uh-huh. Interesting. So... How do you? When, you like, when you're memorizing a dance and stuff, like how does it stick into your head? Because I'm not a dancer. Yeah. I'm a mover at best. But from you, I would love to know, how do you... Like, how does it stick in your head? That's a really great question. So there's a lot of debate about whether muscle memory is a thing. Mm -hmm. I truly believe that it is. So I like to do the movements over and over again. That way, when the music plays, I'm not concerned about what comes next. And I can find my artistry at that moment and start actually dancing it and starting to play with the music. And if I'm not doing a group piece and I'm performing by myself, then I have more ability to linger a little longer in one mm-hmm. section or move slightly faster um, with one thing and then kind of put some umph behind something else. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess it's the same is that the repetition, yeah. kind of like what you had said. So that's interesting yeah. to hear that in two different forms of art that the process can be similar i think we're both very musical people you know Mm -hmm. it was forgive me if i'm incorrect was cabaret your first musical oh my gosh it was my first musical and you did so good (laughs) you were the best helga ever thank you but like i think that's just the we had that musical side inside Mm -hmm. of us so like our ears are good we can feel it so yeah that's fair those two worlds can combine they can and i thought i think you're a beautiful dancer for what it's worth thank you (laughs) i make big faces to distract what's going on down (laughs) underneath that's me in a tap class. So I'm like, Bill, you're really good at tapping. No, I'm not. I mug really hard, <laughs> yes. and I just flail my feet around. Eyes up here. Eyes, Eyes up, up here. here. Look up so you don't see what's going on. The Perfect. catastrophe that's going down around my the ankles. The catastrophe. That's yeah. awesome. What advice would you give to someone studying acting with the dream of pursuing it professionally, as you did? I mean, it goes along with when people ask me things like, you know, what does it take to be successful? in this medium, specifically theater. And I think in any medium, but let's speak specifically about our performing arts world. Um, Be on time. Oh, yeah. Know your lines. Be kind. Mm -hmm. Those are the three biggest things. And then everything kind of tears out underneath that. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're going into it for trophies and awards, go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. If you're going into it because you want to get likes on Instagram, you want to get likes on Facebook, you're wasting your time. I mean, yeah, those things are great. Awards, you know, it's it's lovely. You're getting, you know, like the Anthony Awards. I have two of them. That's that's. I'm not saying that to brag, but like I have mm-hmm. them. But that's not why I do this. Right. That's not the my drug. My addiction mm-hmm. is being on stage. Yeah. So, and being kind because it talent honestly is only twenty percent of it. Mm. Only twenty percent, if that. Because when you get to a place, a market like Chicago or something like that, mm-hmm. when you walk into that audition room. Everybody in the room can sing. <laughs> Everybody in the room can act. Everybody in the room is cute. It doesn't matter. You have to find out specifically what it is about you personally that's going to make you get the role over someone else. Right. You know? And that's like when you're growing up and you're learning, especially me in high school and elementary school, you have these people that you look up to. Like you listen to your favorite cast recording and you think, oh, I want to sound like that. Blah, blah, blah. That's fine. That's great. That's a good place to start. Mm-hmm. Don't try to copy anyone. Don't try to copy anyone's career. Don't try to copy their voice because you're not them. Mm-hmm. You know, with, for example, Frankenfurter and Rocky Horror. You know, I was very nervous because, you know, there is a fandom with it. It always will be. It's a crazy <laughs> fandom. I yes. love it. I love them and I love it. But I was very nervous because I'm not Tim Curry. I, I never will be, never will try to be. But I think that's, 
you know, the show's over, I can pat myself on the back. Now, that, I think that's the reason why I and the rest of the cast were pretty successful, because we, I wasn't trying to be Tim Curry. Mm-hmm. If I had stood on that stage and tried to be Tim Curry, uh, it, people would have laughed in my face. Because clearly, I mean, it's, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Where I'm, I think... Tim Curry has a beautiful voice, but singing is not his first and foremost. Like, that's not his main thing. Sure. That's where my thing is. So I can play on my strengths where he was playing on his. So it's really finding what it is about us specifically, mm-hmm. personally, that's going to put us outside what everybody else is doing. Right. So, yeah, don't try to copy anybody. Don't don't be rude. Because it doesn't matter how talented you think you are. If nobody's going to wants to work with you, you're not going to get hired. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, that's, I, could, I could do a four-part podcast on that alone. <laughs> I could tell stories. I could throw shade and be cute. But yeah. no. We're, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Just be kind. And I think, and maybe in the dance world as well, I think, it's, and again, this is with any of those, um, any career path. Um, there's a lack of empathy. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be in your own lane. It's okay mm-hmm. to be focused on your career and your path. But don't get it so out of hand where you lose your humanity. Mm. Be aware of those people around you. You know, help each other out. Because, yeah. you know, what you put out in the world is going to come right back to you. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to be nasty and selfish and only focused on you and only going for that trophy, well, then you're just going to be lonely and miserable. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, maybe you've experienced that, but... I mean, during Cabaret, if it was not for the help of my cast, I probably wouldn't Absolutely. have been able to get through Absolutely. it. Absolutely. It's yeah. for Jekyll and Hyde, too. Like, yeah, sure. Whoever plays Jekyll and Hyde is going to be the star of the show. But if it were not for the entire cast, that crew backstage, mm-hmm. that entire production team, I would be nothing without them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. There was, there was a cast member, Chris Spaulding, wonderful guy. Without me even asking, anytime I walked off stage, he had a bottle of water open and a towel because I'm a sweaty Betty. <laughs> so he would just like dab me, shake a swig of water, and run back out like, um, without even asking. Like that's 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 the teamwork that you need. That's amazing. Yeah. Aww. So find what makes you marketable. Be yes. kind and helpful to others. Be on time. Be on time <laughs> and do it for the love of the art. Right. And. Um, sharing that love with the world share the love spread love love. it in fort wayne there are several opportunities to continue acting at any age Mm -hmm. do you agree that that is important for local organizations to encourage that creativity for people in various stages of their life and keep them engaged artistically absolutely you know when we opened up three rivers you know our youngest i mean triple threat as well when Mm -hmm. our youngest class started at age three Mm -hmm. So we always say, you know, three to 103, come on out. <laughs> you know, and everybody focuses on the kids as they should, you know, get them started. But I think, and maybe this is just me, maybe you've noticed this as well. I feel like once you pass like 15, 60, there's no outreach for senior citizens. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe it, I feel like Dance Collective does stuff mm-hmm. for the older generation, but I feel like it kind of dwindles out. But you can start at any age just because you're 65 doesn't mean you can't start Taking an acting class. Why not? Take a voice lesson. Um, take a dance class. Um, I I think I've read somewhere, Helen Mirren went to some, uh, what's the word? Not psychiatrist. Um, not hypnotist. Um, they're looking to the future. Like a fortune teller? Fortune teller. Thank you. <laughs> there we go. They were like, you're not going to have a big career until you're in your 40s. Mm. And like Brian Cranston didn't take his first acting class until he was in his 30s. 
So it's like, oh, okay, it's cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no right or wrong spot to start. Sure, if you want to be a prima ballerina, start young. Mm -hmm. But I mean, if you don't want to be in a musical, you want to be in a play, start whenever you want. Try yeah. it. Why not? The worst I can do is say no. Have you noticed <laughs> that? I mean, yeah. with like Dance Collective and stuff, have you noticed an older generation coming out? We we have we have a large amount of teen adult classes, and I hear all the time, oh, I, you don't want me on the stage, and we give them the opportunity, and they're beautiful. Exactly. It's yeah. like, yes, we very much do want you on the stage. <laughs> we do. We do. Yeah, yeah. That's true. What do you think the Fort Wayne art scene will look like in 10 years? massive it already is massive mm -hmm. but there's going to be so many more theater companies and so many more dance companies i hope so mm -hmm. and, you know with people like shakespeare machine coming right oh, after yeah. us it, what's only happened in just the last five years double that and you know throw it in the future like that's insane mm -hmm. especially with all the riverfront development all these new theaters that might be coming up that are being revived and mm -hmm. you know refurbished it's going to be insane. You know, with us, Three Rivers specifically, we're looking to be the first union theater mm -hmm. with Actors' Equity. And, you know, um, as we'll discuss later, but in A New Brain, we have our first equity actor, James Stover. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, and Civic has done guest contracts as well. But we're looking for the be the first, like, actual full-out union theater. Mm -hmm. um, so I, there's going to be more theater companies after us. But what I would say to – I say it to us, and I say it to you, and I say it to any other – Head of any company, be ready for it. Be <laughs> but you know what? Like, be open to it. Right. Be willing to learn from each other. Be willing to grow with each other. I think that's so important because there's room for all of us. Mm -hmm. We just got to make the room. Exactly. Because you know we're all benefit from it. There's more theater companies. There's more talent. There's more talent. There's more shows. It all trickles down through all of us. Sure. So be open to it. Don't be resistant. And I'm going to say this to you specifically. Right. You're, you're, good. you're good. But I say it to us too. It's a friendly reminder because there's a healthy level of competition, I think. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. It keeps us all on our toes. It keeps us at our A game. Yes. But, you know, don't shut each other out. Yeah. So, and collaborate. Be open to collaboration. Yeah. Oh my God. It's one of the funnest things ever oh, is to yes. collaborate. Why? Why stay in your own little hole in the wall? Yeah. Ew. Have some fun. Mm-hmm. Tell us about Three River Music Theater's upcoming production of A New Brain. Um, I know it's a hit musical, and it was recently revived. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, but what makes it so special? So it opened up in the 90s um, with Malcolm Getz and Norm Lewis as the two starring roles, and Mary Tessa as the homeless lady. And then again, like you said, it was opened, revived excuse me, recently with Jonathan Groff, mm -hmm. um, who everybody knows from Broadway and television. Um, so it's, the composer's name is William Finn. It's semi-autobiographical because in the 90s he had, um, I'm going to say this incorrectly, it was, so basically in this show, I can say because it's fact, it's common knowledge, mm -hmm. um, my character Gordon, William Finn's counterpart, um, is at lunch with his agent, he falls over, long story short, ends up, he has like a brain aneurysm, there's mm. a tumor in his brain, there's something wrong with his brain, and it's a new brain, um, and... Gordon himself and William Finn are kind of shut off to the world. They're very career focused. They had, you know, he has his husband, um, Roger, who's lovingly, oh my God, Kibway's <laughs> voice. When you hear him sing Sailing, when you hear him sing anything in the show, you'll be, you'll fall in love. But, you know, so Gordon, it, this is Gordon's journey of in a hospital realizing I could die. And he's looking back at his life like, okay. What could I have done? All the songs I never wrote, all the songs I've never sung, you know, so 
I'm not going to give away the ending, but you know, <laughs> everybody's happy in the end. Oh, but it's, it's, it's a beautiful story. And I think the thing that helps people connect to it, not only because it's a true story, mm-hmm. like you can look at William Finn's life and it basically mirrors that, but it's so real. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many musicals that are, you know, which I love, like the Golden Age ones, there's, it's, it's amplified real mm-hmm. life, you know what I mean? But this right. is so real because this could happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. And the music itself is so contemporary, um, especially in the 90s, it was contemporary for its time. It's not a musical like you've heard before. In fact, it's gonna, the room that we're recording, and this is where we're doing it. Oh, nice. Yeah. So like when we did Next to Normal here, it's very immersive. Mm-hmm. These people are real people. Mm-hmm. They, you know these people. In fact, you might be some of these people. Right. So I think that's what helps people connect to it so well. Like Much like Next to Normal, it's a real family. I think that's the reason why anybody that does it, it helps connect because they can see themselves in that position. I love your organization's take on your musical productions and the immersiveness of it. Mm -hmm. The amount of times that I heard either someone say, I've seen Cabaret before, but it was nothing like this. (laughs) And we did it exactly the way the true musical is. It was just the location and the immersiveness. And then I've also heard people on the other side of the spectrum, I've never seen Cabaret and I don't think I want to see it in any other setting because I think I'm going to be really disappointed. Yeah. And we lucked <laughs> out so much with the Fillmore. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only set that we built was a light arch, but literally it's already there. It is a cabaret theater. I mean, it was built in the 20s. It had the vaudeville tours coming through. But I think that's – I mean, I love proscenium theaters. I love mm-hmm. – you know, that's great. That's what the majority of theater is. Right. Um, commercially, at least. But to have that – full experience it's insane yeah. because you're you're there you know because there's you know in theater there's that fourth wall mm-hmm. that, that we always talk about where the you know we don't address the audience at all but in shows like cabaret i literally kick that wall down and I'm like, <laughs> hi i'm dancing with the audience i'm you know we all are right so i think that's what helped make that production successful mm-hmm. as it was I'm excited about a new brain. How can we get tickets to that show? Absolutely. You can go to, there's two websites you can go to. You can go to our website, which is threeriversmusictheater.com, and that's theater with an R-E at the end, Mm -hmm. which I learned R-E is like saying I love theater, like theater itself. Mm -hmm. Theater with an E-R, that's the physical theater. Mm. So studio theater, E-R. Yes. Fun fact for your day, I'm, I'm here to educate the people. There we go. <laughs> um, and, or you can go to um, brownpapertickets.com, which is where we sell all of our tickets through. And you can just look us up, TRMT um, Brain, mm-hmm. and we'll be right there. Tickets are only $20, general admission, oh, nice. $10 for students. Yeah. Um, and we can seat up to about 60 in this room, depending on how they formulate the set and the okay. stage. Um, but and there's no other studio theaters in town. Mm-hmm. Well, excuse me, let me amend that. Yes, there very much are. There's Arts Lab, and then there's IPFW's Black Box. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do wonderful shows there. But it's, this is just a little bit different with the location and everything. It's It feels very Chicago to me. Yeah. Because in Chicago, because I've done a new brain once before in Chicago. And I played uh, Roger, mm-hmm. my car- current character's husband. And the theater was about half the size of this room. Oh. <laughs> yep. And I, we had about 50 people. I even And I... Before that, I did spam a lot. Again, it was a, maybe a 45-seat theater. But that's just that's how it is in Chicago. Everything's yeah. storefront. So bringing that Chicago, quote-unquote, Chicago vibe mm-hmm. 
to downtown area, it's it's fun. That it's is exciting. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you have like one tidbit that you would want someone to know about you? So about oh, yeah, gosh. I think I know one. <gasps> Tell me what you think you know, because okay. I'll probably agree. So I've been. So you, when we were doing mic checks during cabaret, yeah. you shared with everybody. Oh wait, am I going to put this on the podcast? Because I am ready. Oh, here we go. Here Are we you go. Ready for this? Okay. We're ready. Okay, y'all, go for mine's it. about to be blown. <laughs> so I was born December eighth, right? Great. Here we are, twelve eight. Cool. At one twenty eight. PM. It's chill. I'm only going to give a few examples because I could go on for hours about this. So the most ex- best example now, because we're here, our address at Three Rivers is 212 Pearl Street. Fine, whatever. If you look out here on the on the bottom of our storefront window, the original address is 218. That's 812 backwards. Oh. 812 backwards. Okay. Okay. 812 <laughs> backwards. It's faith that I'm here. Mm-hmm. I was doing a production in Chicago. Where the capacity of the theater, and I was on Northwestern's campus, so it had a room number technically. The capacity was 1,208. Okay? <laughs> the room number was 812. Um, my mom is one of eight kids. My favorite show of all time is Will and Grace. Okay, Eight seasons. Mm. Okay. Um, I used to work at a bank. Okay, And your quote-unquote drawer number that everybody had, like, knew right where you go, you had a drawer number. Randomly assigned, mind you. Randomly. A12. Oh, my gosh. I know. It follows me. I could keep going, but I'm yeah. going to stop there because people are probably like, oh, my gosh, stop. <laughs> please <laughs> click off. Unsubscribe. Just please, please subscribe. <laughs> that's what you do here. Um, but, yeah. So that's the thing. And I also love Hot Cheetos. Um, my favorite Golden Girls, I mean, I love all of them. So, mm. like, forgive me. That's fair. But my favorites are um, Blanche and Dorothy. Okay. I would say... Dorothy in the streets, Blanche in the sheets. That's what they say. I have a t-shirt that says that. Oh, you do? I do. do. We need to see that. But, okay, so question for you. Sure. What's what's something about you? What's your your tick? I don't know. What's your favorite emoji? Because mine's the poop emoji. I just wanted to say it. Um, So I have to ask you. That one I don't like. I really (gasps) am not. I'm so happy to be there. No, I don't like discussions about bodily that, functions. That's fair. So that, yeah, that would be probably my tidbit. I I don't, don't like, like to talk about bodily functions. I yeah. have so many people on the spectrum. Some people are like, let's talk in detail about it. And yeah. some people are like, if you even whisper it, I'm going to run out of the room. Oh, yeah. I won't call the castmates out at Cabaret, but bodily functions we were different. We will after this. After, yes. <laughs> but, you know, bodily functions would happen from different locations of their body. And none of them were okay with me. (laughs) (laughs) None of them made me feel great. No. I felt unsafe. Yeah. But I had also been meaning to tell you, so my birthday is 2888. Oh my gosh. And I have this birthday card from my fantastic mother-in-law with the number eight on it. And it tells you everything about anyone born on the day of eight, mm-hmm. which you're born on the day of eight, right? I and am. then my, uh, one of my best friends who I work with at Fort Wayne Dance Collective, Ashley, um, she's also born on the day of eight. So I shared it with her, but I had been meaning to bring it to you and I failed it's you. okay. Okay. Well, that gives us another chance to get together. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Very true. Oh, and okay. I always have to do this. My office party icebreaker fun fact. My sure. grandparents' names, Jack and Rose Dawson. Boom. <laughs> You've seen Titanic. See, look, she's a musical. She can sing. She's no. a musical. She's a star. 
That's hilarious. You are. Where can we find you on social media? Absolutely. You can find me. I just created my Facebook artist page. Ooh. I'm an artist. <laughs> um, it's at DawsonBilly01. Mm-hmm. Facebook.com slash DawsonBilly01. I think that's how Facebook works. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and Or you can go to my Instagram at DawsonBilly. Mm-hmm. It's super chill. Follow me. It's fun. There's lots of cats and golden girls. Cats and are the best. Big hair. Big hair my, is also the best. That's my aesthetic. And sometimes yeah. hot Cheetos. I do love a hot Cheeto. Yeah. Those are good. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Well, thank you so much for talking with me yeah. today. It's been really fun. Check out A New Brain. Can you give us the dates? Because it has a running time. It's not Absolutely. just a one show. It opens April 27th. And I'm going to pull up my phone because the dates kind of keep budging around so i'm just gonna quadruple check myself yeah, april 27th through may 4th so the last weekend in um april first weekend in may there's only two weekends perfect because it's way after spring break way yes. before memorial day so basically you have no excuse not and to get come. your tickets like now because for cabaret they sold out so fast they did they're like we need tickets i'm like ah, there's literally nothing i could do besides break the fire code i can't help you yeah so get them now if you can I mean, they could stand on the stage with us, but yeah. that would be very interesting. <laughs> that would have been fun. Yeah. I would have had fun That with would it. be very immersive. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, so get your tickets now because as we recently learned, the Three River Music Theater's productions are a huge hit and a sellout. We try. We try. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks so much. Thank I hope you, everybody enjoyed getting to know you a little better and we'll yeah. check you out. Thank you, love. Thank you, love. See you again later.